On this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, Biggin's got a big announcement, my worst nightmare ever, and our special guest, Dennis Ray with Bad Mother Smokers. All that and more on this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, and you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Busted Knuckles studio right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. I'd be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always, but before we begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit. That's right, I am talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, but most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue one, 2016's honorable mention Kool-Aid Man Lookalike Contest winner, hey. the inventor of the redneck egg roll. Give it up on old mic number one, it's Mojo! Thanks for tuning in for your daily dose or weekly dose of toxic masculinity. <laughs> Please go to our Facebook page at Southern Fried, <laughs> Southern Fried Philosophy or our website at southernfriedphilosophy.com. Hey, I'm not sure where you're listening to us at, but if you don't know, you can go to iTunes, Google Play, <laughs> Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and soon to be Pandora. I think, or maybe you? it's now. I can't even remember now. Good anyway, gravy. You go to uh, see where else? Uh, Twitter's and Instagram, SFP Radio. Uh, Biggin's been doing a great job of updating Instagram here lately. I'm trying. Yeah. You do what you can. Sexy food picks. Mm-hmm. Whatever else. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we appreciate you guys tuning in every week. And, uh, yeah, just keep sharing those episodes. Go into our Facebook page, liking our post. Uh, whatever else. However you want to interact with us. Send us mean messages to me if you oh, like what good. I said. Yeah. yeah. I, I like mean messages. Send just a, just a random email would be good. Just what, uh, what send, send an email to sfpradio at gmail just to say, hey, what up? That's right. Your smiling is uh, triggering me. <laughs> Sorry, my that's fault. The, that's the new thing. Oh, uh, just some business meeting things. We want to say shout out to our new listeners from Grapevine, Texas, hey. and Utica, New York. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Have you been to Grapevine, Texas before? No, but I have been to Utica, New York. Have you? Yeah. I've been to Grapevine. How about it? Hey, Grapevine. Uh, the thing I remember about it—that's where uh, they've got the. Um, it's a giant hotel and a really cool lounge area. It looks like. San Antonio, where it's got a river walk. Oh, that's cool. And then you, we, we hung out there so at the hotel. Central Texas, Eastern Texas? It's, it's right outside of Dallas. Okay. It's like Dallas, Grapevine, okay. that whole like area. Cool. So, yeah, it's a cool spot. I enjoyed it. Maybe I could check that out on a, a bourbon, bourbon trail tour in uh, Texas. <laughs> We're not going to Texas for bourbon. Come on. What's wrong with you, man? We might have to. Ugh. Actually, there's some great microbreweries there in mm-hmm. Dallas DFW. How about it? Let's do it. If you want to hang out with us at the show and talk about uh, special breweries, uh, come shoot us an email at sfpradio at gmail.com. And you yourself can be sitting in the the smoking hot bad mother smokers smoking hot seats. I'm going to try to say that a few times <laughs> fast. Uh, <laughs> and you could be hanging out with us. We'll uh, you know chill out, hang out, give you a shout out, and all that fun stuff. Maybe go buy your beer at yep. Red Hill. If um, you know if you're bored on a Wednesday night, shoot us an email. And also, you get free pizza. Yeah, how about it, yeah, man? How about that? I'm going to head over there right after this. In fact, this is the end of the show. We're just going to go ahead and go. <laughs> right. go Thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to ask you, like I ask you every week, Mojo, how you be doing? Every day is a good day, brother. There you go. Every day is a good day. Uh, yeah, well, man, this weather. How about it? <laughs> I hate to, hate to sound like that's our opening line for a, a bad date, <laughs> but uh, man, 
I, I can't quite get it. They, yeah. they call off like two hour delay for school today because it was the prospect of maybe like five percent chance of freezing rain. When, seriously, when play show they called off yeah. school today. Well, they didn't call it off. They did a two hour a delay. Two hour delay. So, yeah, which put. I mean, guys, Y'all. it puts you behind. Y'all. I'm sorry. I don't care. Kids or no kids, it puts people behind. How about the person at work having to cover their extra person that can't, yeah. or that mother or father can't be there because they've got to do that two-hour delay? Mm. It's just, and I know it's all in the safety of the children's, but come on, y'all. It, when you wake up and you don't get, a, or I got a notification at four a.m. this morning. Oh but, no! Just, come on, y'all. It, it didn't rain a drop. So anyway, but yeah, I'm sure it'll probably That's 70, 70 degrees in about five days, probably. Yeah. Well, it's going to go up and then it goes back down. It's like a little roller oh, coaster. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like a kitty roller coaster. I think for for us, so like sixties, and then it'll go down to forties, yeah. and then fifties, and sixties, and just you know that little wave. Yeah, it's kind of like my mother in law's attitude. <laughs> sometimes it's up, sometimes it's not. Sometimes <laughs> You're on a roll. Today. It comes in hot, comes in cold. Oh my gosh. Um, so how you be doing? No, I'm good. I'm good. We. Um, I don't know why you're using hand signals today. I, I don't know. Um, our big announcement, uh, I want to go ahead and share with our SFP family. My wife and I have decided to become foster parents. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so if, if it's a little spotty sometimes at this point, uh, if there's a week where we're absent, it probably because of fostering and things like that, we could get a call at any minute. Literally, I feel like I am Batman on the bat phone just waiting for the call. It's 1996 all over again, and you have a pager. Oh, yeah. That's, that's it. Because as soon as the, we had a, I don't want to say a false alarm, but we had a, a potential foster kid. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, it was just it, the emotion. Just You just go from, like, oh, yeah. you know, working and like, no, 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 no big deal, you know, watching Parks and Rec in the background. And then all of a sudden, holy crap, I'm going to be a dad in like 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, it's just like, whoa, that's going to be quick. So that's, that's hard to, that's hard to, let's just talk about this for a second. Yeah, yeah. That's hard to grasp. I'm, I'm sure there's people out there that, uh, my my kids come well. My first daughter, oldest, comes through non traditional methods. Mm-hmm. You know, she's adopted, and um, that that waiting on the hook mm. call. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to gear up for that. Sure. And we were a lot younger back then too, so we didn't know how to uh, maturely process that. But you're constantly waiting. I mean, people that um, you know go through that nine run nine months of the pregnancy. You you, you get some. Yeah, prep time. Yeah, you get, I mean, it, I'm sure some of it's surreal for the first few months, and all of a sudden you get down mm-hmm. to the wire like any moment now. Yeah. And you kind of, but you have time to gear up. Yeah. So, and you know, I, I'm sure uh, some people are probably thinking, "Oh, great job! You guys are great for being these great humanitarians." Mm-hmm. But it's look, it's selfish. We want to be parents, right? Yeah. Part of it is part of it is that you know, like we want to you know be parents and whatnot. But the other part is for the kid yeah. and and stuff. And um, you know, we get all the time of. Well, the kids, the kids, so lucky to to be able to be there. But let, can we take a step back just a minute? Yeah. I appreciate what you're trying to say, but these kids are going through some major stuff, and they are not lucky at all yeah. to be able to to be in that position to have to have a foster right. family. So, you know, it, it's it's tough, man. It's uh, tough I'm not. For I'm not. I'm not going to say I commend you on doing this. I, I'm congratulating because yeah. I know yeah, I yeah. know that you and your wife will be great parents. Hmm. So, and if that's for a moment or for the rest of their lives, you yeah. guys are going to be great parents. I mean, I know I, I know how you treat my kids, and <laughs> that's phenomenal because I yeah. couldn't ask for a better uh, 
surrogate parents because when <laughs> I, I know my girls love and respect you guys mm-hmm. so I, i'm just my hat's off and you know that's i can't wait to expand this family yeah no it's going to be cool my grandma said it best she said those kids are going to be lucky to be able to to be loved by you mm-hmm. and and maybe i can i can get behind that but i appreciate that well you know and also on the flip side we're also you're going to be lucky to have those kids oh, too yeah. because man just imagine how they're going yeah. to impact your lives yeah you know no doubt. Uh, the things that you guys will learn and the and the amazing thing and i'm sure you, you guys have nieces so mm-hmm. uh, the amazing things about kids when they're not being snots you mm-hmm. know or brats like my 15 year old is right now hopefully <laughs> she's listening because yes you're a snot but um you see glimpses of Christ mm. in there, and that's the beautiful thing that you get to see in kids is that that blind faith. You know when they yeah. uh, mm. they trust you on your word, or um, that that innocent love they have. So it's great. My, some of my closest walk, you know, in my spirituality has been mm. in the sight of my kids' eyes, seeing just their humanity to mm. um, their innocence to just their faith and trust. So, wow. like if my you know my youngest now tell if I tell her you know something crazy she believes me now, mm. i may have to go back and retract that but <laughs> right. you know but it's just amazing the faith and stuff that you get to see mm. yeah i'm looking forward to it it's going to be fun it's going to be difficult um but i wanted to share that to the sfp family one so they kind of know maybe they can be praying for us yeah um you know give us some words of encouragement and things like that yeah. so that'd be that'd be awesome um and also just you know if we have to take a week off just sporadically something probably i'll just come in and do uh the show for both of us i'll just use yeah. my own voice for i'll, I'll voice yours too yeah so. no, that would work <laughs> <laughs> the other thing i i can i just go off on the tangent of what burns my biscuits mm. is i i am not the ufc fighter guy like i don't watch ufc very really? you know I, i'm just don't it's not that I don't want to, but there's other stuff that's going on sure. that I'd probably like Curse of Oak Island. I'd much rather watch that. Or catching up on days of our lives. Yeah, you know, it's just like, the normal just stories. Yeah, sure. Um, but I was like, okay, I'm going to watch one UFC fight, and it's going to be this Dillash- Dillashaw and I don't say do I don't even know how mm-hmm. you say the name. But so I gear up. It says it's going to be on at ten o'clock, whatever. So I'm expecting at ten o'clock that's going to be the fight start. Well, they lied to you. Well, yes, they did. There were six fights yeah. before that fight. And yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. So – and usually, to be completely honest, I'm usually in bed by like 1030. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is starting – I was expecting to be done and ready to go. But I'm like, all right, I'm going to bear through it. So I'm starting to, to watch all these, these fights. And finally, uh, I get to – the Dillashaw whatever fight. Mm-hmm. And from our last uh, guest, uh, Emmanuel Rivera, mm-hmm. was El Punisher. El Punisher said, put money on Dillashaw. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be a good fight. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the fight? I didn't catch that one because I did go to bed because there was some undercard fights I mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoyed. And I yeah. was like, I've, I've seen enough fighting for the night because I'm going sure. to go up here and wrestle my wife. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> hey, hey. Hello. Some Not, hello time. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, I didn't get to see that one. I don't even know who won, to be honest with you. So here's – I stayed up till about 1230 okay. ready for this thing to roll. There goes the bell. Ding, ding, ding. 37 seconds mm. later, Dillashaw is on the floor, and he's done. 37 seconds. Hmm. Well, you know, there was some people predicting also Dillashaw, because Dillashaw actually dropped weight to enter this class. Yeah. So they were talking about he may not have the stamina or energy because of the caloric defi- uh, deficit that he, what, blah, blah, blah. I'm not a yeah. scientist. But, no, I got you. So um, I, well, I guess that was proven. Uh, 
but I feel like I could have lasted 37 seconds. I would have ran around for 37 seconds. For 37 seconds. seconds. Now, there was some great undercard fights, though. Man, yeah. There was a couple of the women's fights. I was just like, oh, yeah. man, I, this girl, I want to go hang with her and just start trouble. Like, yeah. I, I want to go to a bar and, like, start trouble. The fact, like, she jumped on one other girl, like a spider monkey on her back, and was just, like, oh, yeah. laying into her. It was like, good gravy. Oh, man. And then the, uh, the do you watch the one before that? The It was uh, some former NFL fighter oh, yeah. or yeah. player and then some guy from North Carolina yep. Yep. and he laid him out. Yep. Good it, great. It was some good fights. That's yeah. been a, it's been a while since I've caught any of the MMA matches. Yeah. And uh but no I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Didn't get to see Dillashaw. Evidently I didn't miss much. No. <laughs> so, no, no, you missed thirty seven seconds. Well yeah, that's it. So I felt robbed, so I went on Cody and I'm trying to find the Pikachu fight or the was the Pac- Pacquiao. <laughs> right, Pacquiao. Yeah, I was trying to find that fight and finally got it. Um, and that lasted 12 rounds, but it wasn't, like, super good. Well, Pacquiao's kind of getting up in age now. He's so. 40. Yeah. And that, I mean, I, granted, I'm older than him. Sure. But, but uh, you know, that's kind of getting up there for a fighter. Yeah. So No, it, it was, you know, he wanted to see if he could do it. He won. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. But I was just like, at 2 o'clock, I was like, I'm going to bed. I just couldn't. <laughs> I didn't, couldn't do it anymore. I didn't feel like I got my money's worth out go. of it. So I was like, well. Oh, well. So anyway, that's what burns my biscuits. All right, so our southern word for the day, I think you'll know it, but I'm just going to pass it along. Hankering. Mm. Hankering. Mm. That's, you, uh, it's a strong desire. Mm-hmm. Like I have a hankering for some sausage biscuit or, or biscuits and gravy. There you go. Yep. Uh, a hankering, you could also say for bad mother smokers smoking hot sauce. Yeah. There you absolutely. go. Absolutely. Or hankering to listen to some more Southern Fry Philosophy podcast. Oh, that's even better. I like that. All right, so uh, let's go into some wacky news brought to you by Webmerized. If you need a clean, crisp website, go check them out at webmerized.com. This is my worst nightmare on the planet. Clowns? Besides, this this rivals my my fear uh, of clowns. I can understand that. Huge python in toilet Ooh. gives Australian family a fright. Uh, uh, this is probably just an everyday occurrence in Australia, though. An Australian man was getting ready to do his business on Saturday morning when he's when he was startled by a large carpet python mm. peeking his head out of the toilet. The unwelcome guest, uh, house guest was surprised the man and his family, um, and they had to call a local snake catcher for backup. They removed the python. <laughs> Crikey, we have a snake <laughs> in the toilet. We had to remove it. They said that that's not a uncommon, uh, issue, but it, it's not as, you know, it's not rare, right. but it's still not very common. Gotcha. You know, like the, it happens, but it's like, Four days a week. It was a five-foot python. The guy took a picture of it, the snake, snake catcher. Oh, wow. Yeah. Could you Could you imagine, y'all? See, I, but, you know, me, that's the color of when my youngest doesn't flush. Hey, buddy. I've been walking around like, Larky, there's why been, didn't you flush? Yeah. And then it'd be a snake. There's been times where I uh, proudly have, have laid something that looked very similar <laughs> to that. So, but good gracious. Yeah. Y'all. Now you got to listen when you go to the toilet, just in case. How does that happen? Here's, that's my question, though. How does a snake 
get in your toilet? Good question. We'd have to cut. We'd have to ask a plumber for that. Oh, well, we should call Kurt. Yeah, we'll have to. Stand the plumbing, man. Hey, Kurt. Yes, sir. Hey, we got a we got a story of a five foot python ending up in somebody's toilet in Australia. Yeah, came up and bit him in the butt. <laughs> My question to our our show plumber is how does a snake get in the toilet well they can climb up through the four inch um uh sewer line oh they end up in the main sewer mm-hmm. out oh. at the street anything to get it you'd be surprised there's actually a um there's a tv show by a professional bass fisherman named mike iconelli and mike iconelli is actually taken a rod and a reel and throwing it down in a su- uh, storm sewer drain mm. and pulled bass out. Oh, wow. What? Yeah, pulled bass out. You're street fishing. <laughs> yeah, street fishing. Absolutely. So what happens is the python ends up in the um, sewer, the big sewer drain, uh-huh. and out at the street, when you go poo-poo and hit the old handle, mm-hmm. it shoots out there in the street. Yeah. A python will go up that four-inch line. Oh, God. And then once he's in that four-inch line, he, he can hold the breath. They mm. make their way up and through, and then they come up through your trap underneath your toilet and through the little S trap, which they can do very easily, and boom, mm. poke their heads out. So make, <laughs> makes you really want to look before you sit that big bottom down, huh? So, oh, God, bless a bear. So well, this, could, this could happen, like, at any point. Like, oh, this, is not, this is not just an Australian thing. It could happen here. Well, look at the one they just killed down in Florida. So before you set your tea bags in that cold water, you might want to look. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is going to give me nightmares now. And what happens well, if you're already on it, and then all of a sudden it decides to make its move? Then you're going to shart yourself. Oh, listen, <laughs> there is no sharting about it, my friend. <laughs> oh my gosh, you asked the question. You're, I give you the answer. You're right. Yeah. So, all right. Well. See? Thanks for the answer. There we Kurt, go. I, you've given me nightmares for the rest of my life. You, you'll be okay. Just make sure you call her when you need wipes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Kurt. You got it, buddy. Yeah, I mean, that that is my, wor- could, my worst nightmare. I mean, I, I we have a nightlight, so I can kind of see a little bit in, in, at night. But, oh, y'all, do, am I going to have a start? nightlight in your bathroom? Yeah. It's probably smart. Yeah, I just like going there, and it's like playing the bird box game <laughs> challenge. <laughs> well, I did that until there was too many times where I was hoping to hit, hear that water sound, and I didn't. And then Jessica was like, "That's it. You, we got to put in a nightlight because um, that." But am I going to have to start checking that every night now? Because I mean, <sighs> now I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna oh. be searching for clowns and snakes. On a, the <laughs> a five foot python. Ad, I mean. Could you imagine just sitting down, not looking, and all of a sudden that snake starts to mm. get you from the back? Thanks. Now I'm going to have nightmares. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah. No, I, I hope. Dude, so this can happen like any time. All I know is I'm clenched up right now. I'm I'm never going to poop again. I, I'm doing it out in the yard. <laughs> it's going to look – I may accrue some HOA fines. But, uh, <laughs> the HOA is not happy with you right now. No, well, no, hey, no. There, there was a snake there, so how about it? I could, y'all, y'all, that scares me. All right, so you talk about 
people not getting paid for doing real jobs. Mm-hmm. How about people that are getting paid for for doing ridiculous jobs? Uh, my favorite. <sighs> this is so the. St. Louis Rams and the Patriots are now going to the Super Bowl. Right. There is a gentleman whose only job is it is is to keep the St. Louis uh, Rams or sorry the L.A. Rams right. head coach from getting too far into the field and running into refs. That's his actual job. Wow. He's the sideline coach. Um, he's he's actually called the get back coach. And he's, 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 his job is to stand behind head coach Sean McVay and pull him out of the way as he ventures too far onto the field or into the path of the officials. You know what? That would actually be a pretty cool job. Oh, that would be the hired, greatest job. If they hired a rancher from Texas. Oh. That or the old I'm a hog time you uh-huh. know, type thing, throw the rope out there, lasso him back. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> that could actually... That'd actually be a cool NFL clip on the highlights. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. But, could I mean, that is the cushiest job on the planet. Does it have a pay salary on there? It does not, unfortunately. I wish I wish there was. But, I mean, you only have to work one day a week. Right. You don't have to go to practices. There's no expectation of you to be in shape. Mm-hmm. You just got to follow the guy around. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, coach, I need, you to, I need you to get back. Yeah. That's the only thing you've got to do. One day a week. Uh, and well, you know he's making full time salary on. Oh that. yeah, yeah. He's probably yeah. I don't I don't know what kind of perks you get with that, but he gets to see all the games. Yeah, if you like From NFL. The I mean, so yeah, so gets yeah. to travel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you talk about the the best. job. Wow, mm. that, that is a worthless job. <laughs> that is. Thanks for increasing the ticket price just to pay for this guy's <laughs> salary. All right, so let's go into some uh, some hot topics. Here we go. All right, so you have said that you um, wanted to talk about this Covington, uh, Covington Catholic and Native American. I, I, I want to say debacle, but I'm not sure about it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, let me go ahead and, and, and do it. This is uh, this is the disclaimer. The views and opinions of Southern Fried Philosophy are not necessarily those of our guests, sponsors, or friends of the show, but they should be. All right, so we've officially done our legal obligation to it. Um, Mojo, what say you? I have to be completely honest. The only thing I know is there was a picture of a kid and a Native American man. He had a very smug smile on his face. There evidently were some words exchanged, and social media blasted this kid from Covington Catholic School from Kentucky. And then evidently something else happened. And now people are kind of backpedaling, like, well, we shouldn't have said that. Well, now it's going back to the kid again. It's like a wave right. again. So I don't know the full story. So, Well, um, I, how I came aware of this was uh, a friend of mine who likes to send me uh, Twitter news because sure. you know, Twitter is the number one go-to place for news nowadays. Right. Um, and one of my response to it. And on the offset, the first 37-second clip mm-hmm. uh, looked pretty pretty uh, damning, for, uh, the damning for the kid. I mean, in fact, my response was, um, I would like to see more information, mm-hmm. but if this is true, 
then um, the acts of these young men are very egregious, mm-hmm. and, and it should be it sh- they should be you know uh, disciplined for the, their actions. Mm-hmm. But also said, I need more information. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't respond. I, that was my response, and I haven't responded since. Um, you know, within hours, mm-hmm. uh, this thirty-seven second clip, they actually found the full length video. Okay, um, leading up to leading up to the event um, prior, but also that you know they to, to back it up a little bit. They actually had some uh, footage before uh, this Covington High School actually encountered this uh, Native American gentleman. Um, they actually, uh, the Covington crew had actually uh, stumbled upon another protest group. Mm-hmm. Um, called the Hebrew Israelites, who are an extreme racist group for, uh, for Black Pride. Um, just look them up; they're uh, they are they're very vocal. They're like the Westboro <laughs> Baptist, oh, okay. but um, just Black, Hispanic, um, any person of color, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and everybody else is evil, uh, and they're they're just a hate group. I mean, mm-hmm. to put it to put it bluntly, they're a hate group. So. Uh, hate comes in all forms, but you know, I guess what's the the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway is I and I hate to see this on Facebook. It is from my my liberal friends and also my stark stark uh, conservative mm-hmm. friends. You cannot take little clips mm-hmm. and share the whole yeah. story. Yeah. The, the outrage that uh, people feel they compelled to to show on just a face value thing needs to, needs to stop. I mean, sure. Uh, yeah, I agree with yeah, that. I mean, it has come to the point now where we have people out and outright calling for the deaths of these kids. That some of these kids have not been able to return home wow. due to direct death threats to their family. The yeah. school had to shut down for a day uh, due to uh, being threatened. I mean, mm-hmm. the the outrage mob wakes up every day trying to find the newest thing that they can tie uh, their belief set to, and they want to be outraged. They yeah. want they want blood to flow in the streets. And I, I honestly, I truly believe that in some cases, because you'll have some wackadoodles out there who will, <laughs> who will make, make threats and probably live up to some of them eventually. Yeah. But, um, I guess the, just the, just the story as we know right now, mm-hmm. and it's still developing, it'll probably develop as long as the government will be closed down <laughs> that the, the, to the truth of the story. So yeah. there, there's this group of uh, Covington Catholic high school, uh, kids who were, uh, brought there by their chaperones and priests, uh, to march with the uh, March for Life, uh, uh, pro-life uh, march that was going on in D.C. this mm, year, which, okay. on a side note, um, I think over 650,000 people attended that march and got zero coverage on mainstream media. Oh, wow. I wonder why. Mm. But um, during that protest, um, there were several other groups, like the Hebrew Israelites were there, uh, doing their little march for uh, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also had the Native American group who was there also. Um, my understanding is, as it is right now, mm-hmm. with with the reports going on, is that these kids and their chaperones were actually waiting for their bus to arrive. So that's the reason why they were standing there on those steps. Um, they were approached um, by a yelling mob of Native Americans, uh, calling them... Um, all all the allegations of the Catholic Church right now with pedophilia, mm. uh, things like that. These this group walking up to these kids were calling um, these kids pedophiles, future pedophiles, oh, wow. um, a lot of other coarse things that you know. In in the course of our show, we don't use this type of language, so um, they were calling them all kinds of things. Mm. And uh, leading up to this, and of course when 
uh, the photo op moment came. Um, this guy, uh, uh, the Indian gentleman, I can't remember his name, Nathan something, I think, uh, walks up to the kid and, and starts does this drum beating uh, stare down. Mm. And of course, you know the media reported that they these kids were saying build the wall, build the wall. Of course, they did have Make America Great Again hats, so mm-hmm. that automatically means they're part of Trump's team. I right. guess like paid yeah. paid assassins or whatever. <laughs> so um, that was the photo op. That kid staring down this 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 Native American gentleman beating a drum. And I use gentleman very loosely. Of course, um, you know before the the full second the full story came out, um, Nathan Phillips, I think is his name. Uh, uh, several news sources reporting this gentleman as a Vietnam veteran. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a recon ranger. Um, there, my understanding from some military buddies of mine, there's no such title as that. Hmm. So the holes in his story started to uh, to uh, break through as far as his background. Um, he did serve during Vietnam, but was never deployed. He was actually a refrigerator me- uh, mechanic or engineer who was actually here stateside that would repair uh, refrigeration units on bases. Um, he did go AWOL three or four times also. Oh, wow. So um, his stolen digging deep his this. stolen valor, um, his uh, uh, resume that he claimed and the news had claimed may not necessarily be the exact truth. Hmm. So... But once again, I mean, I, to me, to be honest with you, I don't care where you sit on this issue. Mm. I, I just know that the media is quick to yeah. to uh, publicize things. I think we take things on on uh, uh, too much face value instead of looking into a little bit. Yeah. Just like there's a conservative guy today who's questioning Car- uh, Kamala Harris's eligibility to run for president. She just announced. Um, I think she's the number 163rd person in the Democratic Party to announce that they're going to run for president <laughs> right. for 2020. Yeah. Um, Noticeably, he, though, Hillary's not on that list. Which, not yet. Not yet. Which I not yet. She's she's got to get the uh, uh, she got to get it over the coughs first. Uh, first, <laughs> but anyway, so you know, the, just like that on a snapshot, this this one guy and it went pretty viral with you know, sharing that she's not eligible for to run for president. Um, well, I I don't think that's the case, but a lot of people conservative side took that and ran with it. Mm. I mean, do your fact checks first before you just you know publish yeah. this stuff. Publish yeah. this stuff as gospel. Yeah. So anyway, if anything happens to any of these Covington kids, the media should be held liable mm-hmm. for spreading the news around. I mean, I'm sorry, there are retractions. Uh, you know, thirty second retraction that you guys do on print or social media or even live TV. That's not enough to protect these kids because yeah. there's going to be a lot of people that don't catch it. So these kids do not deserve the harassment they've been getting. Yeah. The the tweet from Warren Buffett. This was an old one. So, but uh, he says you will continue to suffer if you have an emotional reaction to everything that is said to you. True power is sitting back and observing things with logic. True power is restraint. If words control you, that means everyone else can control you. Breathe and allow things to pass. Mm. And and we just have such a hair trigger in this society, guys. Just calm down. Yeah. Get the facts. Then make your assessment instead of just jumping to conclusions and thinking, well, that's that's the whole story. We have got to di- almost distrust until we get all the facts in. Just hold off. Make your assessment then. And then even as the tweet was saying is just just breathe. If words can control you, then everybody can control you. Calm well, down. That's you know? right. And Ronald Reagan said it best one time. He said, trust but verify. Mm, yep. You know, and, you and, and if all of a sudden you're having to constantly verify that that trust is broken, then don't mm-hmm. trust them anymore. And I think it's what we have. We've had a, a lapse in 
traditional yeah. media. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just just verify before you guys go out and ex- try to explode heads. And I, yeah. I understand the reason why people do it because they want to fit. They have this cognitive bias. You either sit in the boat of the left, or you sit in the boat of the right, or you sit in the boat of whatever identity politics you play. Ver- you know, via um, sexuality, gender roles, uh, religion, economic policies, whatever that mm-hmm. boat is. But you know, just don't go off half cocked spreading stories that aren't true just yeah. because you want this to fit this narrative of your of your story or your yeah. life. Yeah. It's just frustrating. Guys, just calm down. We'll yeah. we'll make it through. And and by the way, can we all just say we're all on the same team. We're all humanity. Yeah. So why stop dividing each other? Let's come together. Let's calm down. Let's, you know, be peaceful. Let's have you know, decent, cathartic conversations and instead of just trying to chop each other's head off. Amen. Go. All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will have um, Dennis Ray. He is the owner-founder of the Bad Mother Smokers Hot Smoking Hot Seats and <laughs> and these uh, Bad Mother Smokers um, uh, Food Truck. The vat, catering. Yeah, you're right, the, the catering food truck. All right, so we're going to take a break. Evidently, I need one. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. We'll be right back. Words cannot describe how awesome Robert and his team at Webmerized are. In our time of need, Robert came through for us and devoted more time than expected to help our organization develop our new website. It truly is a blessing to have an individual that can speak to the average person not in the IT world in a manner that can easily be understood. The process of working with his team was painless, and I look forward to working with them for future projects. Our website is spectacular, and I'm really proud of what was developed by Webmerized. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Don't take Stella H.'s word for it and also Southern Fried Philosophies, but go out to webmerize.com, W-E-B-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D, or check out the sponsors link on our website. And if you mention the word biggin in your order, you'll get 10% off. Check them out at webmerized.com for your web services needs. All right, we are back, and you're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. As mentioned previously, we have in studio with us Dennis Ray, the owner of wow. Bad Mother Smokers Catering Truck. Dennis, how you been, buddy? Good, good. How you guys doing? Doing all right, man. It's been a minute. I've, I was looking through the archives, and you are on episode four of, of us, wow. and we are now at episode 87. Wow. It's been a minute since you've been on the show. I was about to say at this pace, it'll be episode 300. <laughs> <laughs> Will there be an episode 300? That's the question. <laughs> well, let's give, kind of give a little background for some yeah. of our new listeners. So we, we had uh, Dennis on uh, episode four, and he had a competition uh, barbecue competition smoking team mm-hmm. uh, that he he started called Bad Mother Smokers. Just an amateur guy who took his amateur love for uh, the smoked meats and uh, took it up a next level, started competing, came up with his own sauce and started like the side gig company. And 
he was a, just basically doing a part-time, and now he has fast-forward. He has now ventured into the full-time creativity of being a business owner. Entrepreneur. That's right. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just slapped his own side right there. Entrepreneur. That's, That's right. right. Hey, Get up. You should when you have that hard that heart, soul, and sweat into yeah. to your labor, and you own the fruits of your labor. Absolutely, commit no yourself. Doubt. That's true. That's true. There's nothing like working for yourself. That's right. Um, that's one of the first things that that I've actually learned about this whole thing is I get to make all the decisions. If I'm right, I'm right. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But mm. there's nothing like it. Nothing like working for yourself. That's right. Just what was the process of going from hey, I'm just kind of making barbecue sauce on the side to i'm gonna do this thing full time oh well it's it's been a haul (laughs) it's it's been a long time um i would probably say close to about eight to ten years uh just starting off loving the barbecue Uh, i remember when i got my first barbecue grill my first charcoal grill um my wife bought it for me came back and within three months i was doing a competition um and then shortly after that, I realized that we needed our own sauce. Within a year, we came up with our own sauce. And you always hear the folks say, hey, you need to sell it. You need to sell it. Mm-hmm. So that's what we started doing. Um, just like Brandon said, I, we do it on a part-time basis. I was working um, in the staffing business for about 12 years mm-hmm. and doing that full-time, managing that, and just uh, doing the barbecue sauce and the competitions on the side. Yeah. Um, and... Probably about four, five years ago, I was just had something put in my heart. Yeah, and um, it was all about being doing what I was purposed to do. Mm. Um, and to me, I feel that I'm purposed to cook. I'm purposed to actually serve folks that way. Mm. Um, and that to me, that's my way of giving myself to the world. Mm. So. Um, it just laid on me. It laid on me. Um, over those couple of years, I've, you know, just threw out a couple of things, threw out a couple of things, and actually got serious about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Sat down and talked to Brandon. Um, you know, we were talking through some things, and he uh, just got the process really started as opposed to going from the talking phase to actually doing something. Actually doing it, pulling the <clears> trigger <throat> and, and nailing it. Right. Um one good thing about, or one good thing that I've learned, and if anyone out there ever is thinking about starting your own business, anything like that, mm-hmm. you know, there's no real perfect time to start doing what you want to do. Yeah. Um, if you sit there and you try to plan and try to plan and try to plan, mm-hmm. first of all, you're going to go crazy and you ain't going to go, and you're not going to go anywhere <laughs> sure. in the process. So, I mean, if you're on the fence out there thinking about wanting to jump in and do what you want to do, I mean, do it now. Yeah. You know, that that's the mm. one thing. Do it now. Kind of wish I would have done it a little bit earlier. Okay. Um, you know, we had talked about restaurants, things of that nature. Um, and for me, I'm kind of a free spirit. like to be here. like to be there. Mm-hmm. And the food truck just kind of Made sense. fits that perfectly. Nice. Um, so now I'm able to be here, be there. Yeah. Um, you know, go out four days a week. Um, do my thing and I'm still at home in time to still cook dinner every day and the doctor's <laughs> appointments and all of those good things with the kids, but I wouldn't have it any other way. That's awesome. 
That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I, and I commend you. I mean, we, we've had discussions. We've talked about it of, of you just, you know, on the fence. And finally, you just you pull the trigger. And the process on, on just on your face while you're talking about it went from I'm scared to like I'm really happy and I'm like at a piece at this. And, and right. just through through watching you navigate through those waters it's, it's just you're a different person just on, on on your face you know you're just it's really cool to see that because you seem so much more happy doing what you what you want to do and like i said i mean i, I did staffing for 12 years between here in the charlotte area and mm-hmm. back when we were in savannah um thoroughly enjoyed it management um thoroughly enjoyed it but it was just like i said it came to a point that i wanted to do something mm-hmm. for myself yeah um and like i said when the situation came up and it, it's funny about life 10 years ago when i got that first charcoal grill <laughs> never would have thought you know sure never would have thought that things were getting put into place back then yeah and never would have thought about it and like i said over, over those years things have just fallen into place the right way yeah um like i said i've been blessed to have good people uh thanks brandon <laughs> thanks jt <laughs> Uh, like I said, I've been blessed to have good people around to encourage me. Mm. Um, and it's always, always a good thing is to make sure your spouse is on board. Yeah. You know, that's always a plus. Sure. Always a plus. It is cool going to the food truck and seeing the whole family. I'm like, it's, it's not just you. It's the family affair. And it's really cool to see everybody pitching in, doing this, you know, slinging mac and cheese and all that kind of stuff. And just to see the family doing that is awesome. Yeah, it's better slinging mac and cheese as opposed to slinging pots and pans and each other's <laughs> up. Sure. But no, they actually, they jump in. You know, I've got two teenagers. Um, you know, one wants a car and the other, <laughs> you, you tell him he's going to get paid and he's like, I really don't want to get paid. And it's like, well, you're going regardless, so you might as well take the money. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, but he, he's got that actually figured out. And now it's to the point to where they have friends mm-hmm. who want to come out with me on the truck. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So it, it's cool that they want to call. They'll call up and say, hey, can we come out and we'll go out on the truck and, you know, do what I have to do. And I can actually stand back. Oh, wow. And the kids will jump right in there and show them how to do it and go from there. They're loving it, huh? Yeah. Good gracious. Yeah. Well, work isn't work when you can do it for somebody else. You know, you know like oh. my daughter. My daughter will go clean the house at someone else's house mm-hmm. and do a great job. But yeah. get her to do chores at my house, I mean. That ain't happening. Yeah, that's like herding cats. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we should make like a, a food truck uh, camp for, you know, we can send kids to go do food truck camps <laughs> and just you know sign yeah. up and go work for you for a week. There you go. There you go. I think that's a pretty good idea. We hooked that up during the summer. <laughs> right, right. So, Dennis, uh, talk about the food truck, like the, the whole process of getting it up and running and not, like now you're out and about. You know, what was that process like of, of getting the getting it, one, deciding a food truck, and then two, getting it going and, and you know, feeding people out of the truck? Well, I, I guess um, the, the easy part, I guess, was just deciding, hey, I'm going to do the food truck. Okay. Um, that was probably the easiest thing out of it. Um, and then just through a little bit of homework here in town, I've got signed up with a, a place here in town called the City Catch here in Charlotte. Okay. And basically what they are, they're a great big cooking commissary where you rent kitchen space from them. Okay. Um, they also specialize in food trucks. So okay. um, I was able to get through them, and they physically walked me through the whole process from oh, wow. 
actually getting the truck, which I already had on my own, um, to if I needed any help with logos, which I had on my own, to anything like wrapping, uh, all the way down to the equipment for it. Wow. Um, they, they walked you through. Um, if you wanted to purchase equipment, um, I'm actually leasing equipment. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, all the insurance that's involved. Now, I would have had no idea what to do. Okay. But they pretty much spelled that out for you. Wow. Um, and, you know, if there's anyone out there thinking about that, there are a couple of, of companies here in the Charlotte area that do that. And if you're not in the Charlotte area, I always just look in to see, you know, who other food trucks actually go to use as a commissary. Okay. And they can walk you through that process. So is it a little easier than you expected? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you got, <laughs> I'm like, sure looking back, probably. Yeah. And yeah. if you got the money, of course, everything's easy. But, <laughs> sure. You know, um, but I mean, for, for what I got out of it, like I mm. said, they pretty much laid it out for nice. me. Um, that was one of my big deals. My wife would tell you, I'm a, a big stickler sometimes. I don't want to do things wrong. So mm. it pretty much has to be by the book. So they pretty much got me lined up with my insurance, and that was my big nice. concern. Okay, uh, workers' comp insurance, or not workers' comp, but general liability. Uh, you know, feeding people. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I get someone sick, then uh-huh. I'm on the hook for it. Yeah. Um, so um, that process, like I said, they they got me through that process, um, and then after that, it was pretty much just hitting the streets, um, hitting different breweries. I've hit schools up. Mm. I've hit companies up for school or uh, for just for jobs, just to get my name out there. Sure. And, and just to be clear, you're not physically hitting them up. Mm-hmm. You're just right. going to them. Okay. I'm just hitting. Sure. I'm hitting them up for <laughs> for business. Like I sure. said, if you go to school or something, they always have spring breaks, fall festivals, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's normally a fundraiser for the school. That's what I want to bring and up. And I have no problem with that, right there. Yeah. I mean, again, to me, it's it's partially given back yeah you know and um so you know i, I love working with the schools uh, i mentioned i worked a couple of dog parks mm-hmm. uh sports bars for dogs mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much y'all um don't get me started on that well i mean you know <laughs> hey i've got dogs i've got kids and i know people love their kids just sure. as much as their dogs and now vice that, versa here we go and um so i mean it's a place where they can go out and enjoy the time watch their sports and have their dogs run around mm-hmm. and guess what they need to eat sure so, sure i love going to places like that um you know like i said i'm a people person uh my wife she'll jump on the truck because she loves to watch people oh so, she's she's one of those that'll oh, just yeah. she'll go to, she she loves going to the mall and just sitting and watching people oh yeah oh yeah 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 loves to sit and watch folks yeah. so um, I mean that's good. That's good. I mean we. And if I try to do that, it's called a stalker. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we have to do it in, in groups of two. Oh, so is that you, it? Yeah, that's I need a backup plan. Yeah, you need okay. someone to go with you, so you'll be all right with that. <laughs> well, I do want to bring up the fundraisers and talk about that again. Mm-hmm. So, how does that work if somebody wants to contact you for a fundraiser? Is that something you're you're still wanting to do? Actually, yes. Um, you can actually reach me via Facebook. Um, Excuse me. Um, like I said, Facebook, you can go to, to badmothersmokers.com. There's a web link on there where you can reach me via email. Um, but mainly Facebook. That's probably okay. one of the easiest ways to get to me. Um, I've got folks, or, or pretty much the easiest way for me to put it is, if anyone comes up to me and says, hey, this is what we're doing, 
you know, we're doing this for a person, I'm all in if I got yeah. time. Awesome. You know, um, I, of course, give a quick plug on February 16th mm-hmm. uh, here in Harrisburg, over at Harrisburg Church. I'll be there from 11 until 2. It's going to be called Galentine's Day Out. Oh. Mm. It's a ladies, I think, a, like a ladies uh, shopping festival fair like thing. Oh, no. Um, but I will be there. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be there representing sure. um, an a, a organization called Karis Purpose. Okay. And what that is, it's it's um, a friend of my daughter's, goes to school with my daughter. Um, little sister passed away. Mm. And it's just a way the family is trying to remember her, okay. keep her, keep her memory alive. And, you know, if, if anybody asked me, I'd do it. And, and like I said, stuff like that I'd do every day. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So this is almost part of a ministry for you almost, would you say? Yeah. I yeah. mean, like I said, I, I love helping people. And like <laughs> I, I said, it, and you know what, if, if feeding people helps people. You know, yeah. that that's my gift, then that's what I did. I think feeding people does help people, and that's part of, I mean, look at ministries. I mean, how many fellowship halls have been added onto churches? Sure. For, I mean, it's mm-hmm. for dining purposes. Mm-hmm. It's about community. So, yeah, I mean, as far as witnessing to people, probably food is probably one of the greatest things besides the coffee shop. Yeah, So no doubt. And you also do, like, birthday parties and things like that, too. You just did a Sweet 16 you told us about. And, right, right. Wow. Basically, yep. have money, we'll cater. <laughs> Bottom line. <laughs> Bottom line. I mean, um, like I said, give me a call, and, and we can go from there. Awesome. Like I said, um, uh, businesses, doesn't matter if you're an individual, you know, I'm I'm there. No. Now, you talked about food. Let's just dive into it. What What is on your food truck? Talk about the, the menu items. All right. Well, um, like I said, I normally start off with the traditionals. Um, what I mean by traditionals, you're going to have your pulled chicken, you're going to have your pulled pork, and we do chopped brisket. Mm. Um, those, obviously, those smoked meats, brisket's normally going to go for anywhere from 8 to 12 hours, depending upon how long it takes to get done. Okay. Um, but like I said, we've got those basic three meats, and then you can get your traditional plates that come with uh, – the good old mac and cheese. Come on with it. Uh, we use the big mac and cheese shells. Mm-hmm. Um, delicious. Uh, some good baked beans. We also do our mm-hmm. own coleslaw. Um, and then we also do some food truck spins. Um, our bad mother smoking nachos. Come on. Um, that's one of our top sellers. Yes, people, it is. <laughs> people love nachos, <laughs> but they choose that meat and then they go from there. Um we also have our classic mac and cheese boat, mm-hmm. and basically, if you love comfort food, you're going to love two big old scoops of mac and cheese mm-hmm. with whatever meat you want, mm-hmm. and then that smoking sauce on top oh, of it. Oh, buddy. So, um, you know, that, that right there is also cool. Um, one of the other things we also offer is a slider trio. Mm-hmm. Um, that gives you a chance just to get a slider. You get to try one of each meat. Um, so if you're really trying to figure out what you like, you can always try those. Yeah. And if you like the slider trio and you want to go a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. can't go wrong with the sampler. Oh, come you, on. You, Give me the get, sampler. You get one of each meat, Ooh. two large sides, and a couple of forks. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Nice. Uh, my little brother uh, came out. We, you had an event at church, and we, we had it, and he got the mac and cheese boat. I remember that. And he looked at me, and he said, this thing is as big as a boat. <laughs> <laughs> and he finished every bite of it. And he was like, I want some more. I need some more of that boat. Yep. Um, it, I'm telling you all, listen, if you get a chance, please, please, please go buy this food truck because it is insanely good. I, at any point, I'm thinking – I'm going to turn on diners, drive-ins, and dives, yeah. and see you right there in the middle of that. And then he's going to, you know, the the, the glasses backwards, and he's going to, that's dynamite or whatever. I don't even know what he says. <laughs> like, why did, why did I go there? <laughs> but you know, but seriously, it's that good. It should be on diners, drive-ins, and dives. Well, hopefully, something else. I think I want people to take from this is the encouragement, and just like Dennis said, is. If you want to start your own business, there's yes. no time like tonight, like yes. now. And mm-hmm. this is probably the greatest age ever to have a business yes. because you have whatever skills you have is marketable. It is either local, it's either on the interwebs, it's buying a food trailer, taking it where, wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, I buy small batch flannel t- flannel shirts from an independent company who started on, on online. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. You, whatever craft you have, you can do it. If you if you're great with your hands and you know a hammer and a saw, build decks. I mean, you can do things out there. You don't have to be dependent on this paycheck, and Amen. you can you can develop your own income. So I it reach out to any of us. I mean, reach out to me on the show. I'll help you get started. I mean, because I, I believe that uh, having your own business or having your own uh, destiny like that, you can generate some serious revenue. You don't have yeah. to work for the man and be miserable. And I think a lot of people do that. A lot of people work for people that they stress themselves out they think they have to be there and and you may have to double wing it for a while to get yeah. get rolling kind of like Dennis did who had his full-time job and this was a side gig but I, I really want people to take a strong encouragement that um, whatever they have in their heart that's their special talent and whatever that may be it may be crocheting blankets yep. it could be mm. making uh, cookies in the shape of kittens uh, whatever that may be it doesn't you, you can make the best uh, baskets out of dog turds whatever that may be (laughs) there's probably a market for you You may not become a millionaire with the basket (laughs) idea but you know you you're gonna sell a couple you gonna sell especially on valentine's day (laughs) for those ex for those exes and those future exes but no take encouragement that if look i I own my own business dennis does now if we if us two knuckleheads can do it i think anybody can so it's just out there you just got to find that person to mentor you or you got to find that you know commissary, like he, he was talking about, mm. pl- places that are great avenues to learn. I think you can do it. And and procrastination, um, like he said, it, it's that'll kill you. I mean, I sat around forever. I've always had the the bone in me to have my own thing. Mm. And I mean, it took a while for me to get over the fact that hey, cooking is your thing. The stepping out of that comfort zone, because, you know, everyone thinks, and that's, I think this is where uh, American education system and also society has gone. You know, probably a lot of people go, you know, I mean, obviously, I don't want you to start just a, you know, rent, go rent a space for $10,000 a month because you have the best sugar cookie recipe. Because <laughs> obviously, that, bill not, that, that business model is not going to work to cover rent. I mean, you'll right. be basically working for the landlord. But you don't have to have a culinary degree to, to make great barbecue right. or run a good business. You don't right. have to, there's guys out there writing code that for computer programs that never have stepped foot into a computer class. They yeah. just are self-taught. There's people out there that 
they worked with their grandfather and their dad laying bricks. So they may have not gone to a technical school to learn how to be a mason. I mean, there's people sure. out there that can do things. And so don't let the lack of quote unquote education in the proper channels st- steer you away from doing that. And you know, procrastination. Um, the timing will be right. I always, I always think, but you know, you don't want to wait too long because you mm-hmm. don't want to get down the road and be like, man, I should have done this 10 years ago when I was yeah, right. younger and had more energy to right. do this. So sometimes you just got to take the leap of faith. If, if you feel uh, that calling in that, in that direction. So, so this is a good time to plug our Patreon link. Account. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> go help us out at, at our Patreon link. Dennis, um, I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, you started off with the barbecue sauce and I was like, it can't get much better than this, but man, I'm so happy and proud of you and for it. you. Cause this truck is legit. I'm like, it's mm-hmm. not just a, cause I've, I've had food trucks and I'm like, how are you possibly making a dime? Cause your food is awful. Like this, your food is legitimately good. And I, I appreciate that. And I'm not going to sit here and talk about anybody else's Sure. Though, no, so. I understand. <laughs> I'm just telling you, from my own personal no, experience, right. I've had some nasty food. And I food. have to. I yeah. have to. But yeah. I understand. But, but also you, the free market will weed those out because there's been, you know, here mm-hmm. in our area, just like most areas, unless you live in the, the backwoods of some community that only has 200 people. But a lot of towns. Or West have, Virginia. <laughs> I got you. But there's a lot of towns that have, you know, food truck festivals mm-hmm. or yeah. there's a neighboring town that does. And. There's a lot of those food trucks I saw two years ago that aren't mm. around anymore yeah. right? because they were using those pre-cooked Sam, Sam's Choice hamburgers that taste god-awful. So if you, if you put your talents and love into whatever you know, business yeah. you do, people, people will respond to it. Yeah. I mean, and that's the difference. Like You can tell somebody that's just throwing stuff together mm-hmm. versus what you're doing, Dennis, and like really care about your food and really putting time and passion into it. Yeah, I got to say, you can't really say your barbecue if you don't have the time. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt, no doubt. But also, the, the, you know, talking about his trailer, the trailer's top notch. It's not like some uh, mm-hmm. 1967 Shasta camper that was cut down, <laughs> put windows in, like some of the bull peanut shacks in South Carolina. Hey, now, don't knock that. Hey, I'll get bull peanuts, but I don't know <laughs> sure. if I'm going to trust my sandwich from there. <laughs> you're right, unless you're getting a boiled peanut sandwich. Bull peanuts, uh, I'm okay with. I, yeah, you know, sure. No, that, boils, that, bo- that boils out the typhoid yeah, fever. Takes care of that. <laughs> but it is. I mean, the truck looks slick. It's a really cool-looking truck. Thank you. And, I mean, that was the logo that we started out with. Um Back when we first started, mm-hmm. and um, we're just able to get with the graphics company, and um, you know that's another thing. I guess you should probably think about if you're thinking about starting a business is going to be part of what your image is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it does seem bold, it does seem flashy, but in that line of business, you have to be seen. Yeah, and um, you know, I'm just I was just able to have a, a great logo and then a great uh, company that got behind me that's called 99 designs okay they actually designed the trailer for me uh with my logo nice uh sent me about 15 different ones to choose from oh wow and we narrowed it down to the first one that i saw <laughs> uh it's pretty much been that way from day one i'll, I'll go with my gut and uh-huh. i've been fortunate so far so I, at least I, I think i'm on the right path with that but um like I said, they do that. You can also find a good graphics company or a good uh, company to wrap it for you. Okay. Um, and, and basically, after you get your graphics, um, if it looks good, it looks exceptional, what comes out of it needs to be exceptional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it looks good. That kind of puts pressure on me mm-hmm. uh, with a name like Bad Mother Smokers. 
uh, that kind of puts pressure on you too. Uh, instead of Woody's barbecue or Willie's, you know, Willie's barbecue or something like that. I mean, you, you know, our You're motto coming in swinging, right? Our motto is the baddest mother smokers on the block. Mm-hmm. So if, if that's going to be the case, then you're going to have to live up to it. Sure. Um, and I mean, not just my food, but also my service. We also mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, if you go to come to our food truck, we're going to get you in and out of there within a matter of a few minutes. Nice. Um, with good food, with a lot of food. Yeah. My dad also, one other thing that he got was the Cuban, and he said that was fantastic. Yes. Yeah. you, you got to love that Cuban. Dennis, man, i got to tell you, so, uh, again, proud of you. You're doing amazing stuff. Where can people connect, and where like, where can we find you? We need an app of that we can download where we can find you all the time. <laughs> that would be great. For 2019, and that's one thing I've also found out, you know, when you get into the business, you got to learn the game as you mm-hmm. go. Um, a lot of the scheduling, um, I got into it at the at the end of last year, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the scheduling was take it as it comes. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I realize at the beginning of the year, you got to reach out and get this stuff booked up right now. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Starting in February, I should be booked almost every weekend. Oh, wow. I will be putting that out on Facebook. Okay. Um, like I said, this weekend, um, we'll be going to the dogs, so to speak. So I'll be at <laughs> sure. Lake Norman Bark and Brew on Saturday. Uh, they're doing a dog pageant there in Charlotte. And then I'll be at Lake Norman Bark oh. and Brew in Lake Norman uh, up in Huntersville on Sunday. Um, so, of course, they don't allow children but if you've got your four-legged kids bring them on down hang out have a beer eat some good barbecue and we can go from there if you have a dog that's older than three are they allowed to drink the the adult beverages i'm just <laughs> i don't know they've got a t-shirt that i see and i love it it says uh i've only had one in dog beers <laughs> ah, i see what you did because that would be seven i like that you use that with my wife <laughs> yeah like i like I've only had one in dog beers. That's pretty cool. That's it. Awesome. Well, we're going to have your link uh, on our show notes. Also, if you ever want to go on Facebook, they just look up Bad Mother Smokers. Bad Mother Smokers uh, goes right to Facebook. It's got my page. It's got, um, if you go through, you can see some of the things we do with our barbecue sauce, Christmas time. We do gift baskets and things like that. You'll be able to see pictures of the truck. Um, (laughs) You'll be able to see pictures of... My first workers' comp claim, my son. <laughs> um, it's funny. Like I said, he's a workers' comp claim, and he got hurt. And oh, by no. his wife being, or by his mother being a, a pediatric nurse, of course, <laughs> he broke his arm. She didn't do anything about it for about three days. <laughs> you know how you know, and she always jokes about it. But um, like I said, you can see a picture of DJ on there. And, um, <laughs> Like I said, there's just a couple other things, uh, different sauces that we have, stuff like that. Okay. So, and people can also go and buy the sauce there too on, yes. on the Facebook page too. Yeah, okay. you can always reach out to me. We've got hot and we also have uh, the regular sauce. Okay. All right. Well, Dennis, thank you again so much for coming in. I appreciate it. Um, again, best of luck for you. I know you're going to do some awesome, you're going to continue to do some awesome stuff. If you want to check him out in, your, in the Concord area, February 16th in Harrisburg, the Galentine's Day night, Harrisburg Church, you said? Yes. Okay. Yes, from right. uh, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. How about you? Well, hopefully it won't be in the single digits either. That's true. <laughs> yeah, we can deal with it. Mm. I'm sure it'll be inside. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. I, I listen, it's a girl's thing. 
but I'm going to show up. I, I promise I'll show oh, up. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that is cool. You may identify as a girl that day. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, Dennis, again, thanks again for, for coming in. Well, I thanks, appreciate guys, it. for having me, and hopefully I won't be as long before I get back. That's again. All right. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Thanks, Dennis. Thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in, guys. As every, as as always, every week, mm-hmm. we appreciate you guys listening and giving us feedback. We'd love to see our new listeners. As, as it, Every time we pull the stats, we just kind of see the new countries and cities that always tune in. So, anyway, go to our, I, our iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, um, Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. wherever you listen to your podcast at, go ahead and give us a, a subscribe, a like, a follow. However, the however those uh, podcast streamers work, um, give us a review, a share, a, um, a I guess a review is the most important thing. Yeah. Or the rating. Yeah. Um, share those favorite episodes on your social medias with your friends. Um, yeah, just go to our youtube.com forward slash SFP radio, our Facebook at Southern Fry Philosophy, our website at Southern Fry Man, I'm running out of breath. So much stuff. There's so, so much. much. We're we're taking over the interwebs. <laughs> what we're doing. We're just trying to use every source we can. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll have some new uh, contests coming up. We haven't done one of those in a while, so look forward to that. And again, check out our Patreon link to help support the show. We're trying to chase our dreams as well. So the quicker you do that, the faster we can make it happen. And as always, keep looking up. 